Well, hey everybody, welcome back to the Star Wars Report Patreon Rogue Transmissions. Uh, but this is a very special edition. It's the debut of our limited run, week-to-week episode commentaries of Star Wars The Clone Wars. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, every week I'll be doing a commentary for our um, Rogue Transmissions podcast that we typically only put on the Patreon, but I just wanted this episode to go into the feed, give you guys a little taste of some of the bonus content that we do over on uh, our Patreon, and uh, just kind of celebrate the debut of uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7, the one we never thought would happen. It's here. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in this uh, in more bonus content like that, check out uh, patreon.com slash Report. We have rewards at all kinds of levels and some really cool bonuses there. Uh, but uh, without further ado, we're going to count it down. Uh, if you are wanting to watch along with the episode, just uh, pull up your Disney Plus, click on Season 7, Episode 1, The Bad Batch, uh, queue it up, pause it on zero, and then I'm going to hit 3, 2, 1, play. And it's that easy. Look, look, look at that. 3, 2, 1, play. Disney Plus. <laughs> It's so fun. It's been too long. Embrace others for for their differences, for that makes us whole. One of the Republic's largest shipyards is under attack from Admiral Trench's Separatist forces. Jedi Generals Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker lead a two-pronged assault on the ground and in the air. But after weeks of heated battle and mounting losses, the Republic's grip on an axis begins Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker suck, and they're losing. Already the animation here. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I was rewatching some older episodes and it and it just the, the difference is crazy. Like the animation quality. And I was a little worried about Disney may not give them enough budget to live up to some of that stuff that we saw for season six and uh season five, like some of that incredible animation. But they did. It looks it looks amazing here. Let's see. Let's take a listen. To predict our strategy. The first time we use a tactic, it's very effective. The next, less so. In fact, the more we use a certain tactic, the less effective it becomes. They learn our tendencies and use that data against us. This is kind of an interesting subplot because it gets into the core element of the Clone Wars over the all now seven seasons of it. It really has been a story that explored the personality and individuality of the clones, which was always something, by the way, that Dave Filoni said he wanted to do. Um, and, and something that George said he wanted to do that he never got a chance to do in the prequels was to, to humanize the clones and, and the clones have had their cult following for a while. I remember like, um, cat commander Cody was, was pretty cool. Like his unique design in revenge of the Sith. I remember thinking that was really cool when I saw revenge of the Sith. Um, and, and the, uh, the Tartakovsky 2d series, I think is commander Fox. This like, uh, he wore like the the red detailed uniforms, but all of that paled in comparison to the uh, clones here. Like this, there's it's the it's almost Mandalorian level cult following that we've had in in the realm of the clones, which is just I love it. I love that that's what the Clone Wars has been, and that's really what this episode is all about. Like right here, we see uh, Anakin uh, talking to Rex about. The, the tactics and how they're figuring out all the tactics and Rex has a suspicion, but he doesn't share it with Anakin, which I think is kind of, cons- 
it's kind of significant. Fives, echo, before that heavy. There's so many troopers gone. Yeah, regular folk don't understand. And he's willing to talk to. Um, Sometimes in war, it's hard. To it's funny because he says regular folk don't understand. It's almost like uh, Cody and Rex are talking to each other in a way that they know they'll understand each other. Um. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to turn on my subtitles here so I can kind of follow along too. There we go. That's handy. Um, so it, as he's talking about his confession that, man, these tactics are kind of like Echo. And I think people think I'm crazy. Maybe even you'll think I'm crazy, he says to Cody, because Cody's kind of the straight man. But um, I think he's, he's, he's alive. I think they're using him somehow, essentially is what he's saying. Echo, yeah, here we go. Echo's fingerprints are all over these tactics. And so it gets into that Echo, I mean, for those, and I need reminders sometimes, but for those of you who don't remember, Echo, he was the by the book clone in the episode Rookies. He's the one who's always like um, talking about the, well, the regulation and what regulation you're supposed to, he's always repeating orders, hence the nickname Echo. So of course it would make sense that if obtaining him, obtaining his DNA or code or tactics, that's how they can predict all of these Republic assets, which is why they need, well, you know, some new, some new blood. How they win worries me. Coming in off the platform, TT397. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, coming in hot. Bad batch. They don't care about proper landing and flight procedures, I guess. So why haven't I heard of this squad? Experimental unit clone force 99. The defective 99. clones with the uh, desirable mutations. 99, eh? Huh. Nice touch. Here's the other thing is they, they sort of... They don't go out of their way in this episode to catch viewers up. Because it's been years since we've seen these episodes. Like 99, the, the faulty clone that sacrificed himself in one of the earlier seasons. I don't even remember what episode. I'm behind on like a lot of this stuff. I, I when I was rewatching episodes of the Clone Wars, I was forgetting just how much um how much I've forgotten. There's there's so much stuff here. I'm sure there'll be details that I I missed just doing this commentary right off the bat. They're putting up episode guides on starwars.com but not till Monday. So I figured I would get this right off the bat. Although I did pull up a good collider piece that kind of gives background on these episodes. Um and how they're, they're these aren't new these are actually i mean a lot of you guys probably know this but these have, have appeared before on starwars.com and um they showed some clips of them and talked about them at um uh star wars celebration and i was actually at that panel so i'd seen some of the clips but i actually never watched the full like animatics that they released the sort of draft version of these episodes and I, I, I th- I'm glad I didn't because obviously now I get to experience them in more, um, in in more full detail. Um, but yeah, to the collider piece, they're talking about as far as the episode this week. It's a curious way to, uh, and this is a collider piece that I'll I'll link in the show notes. But um, it's a curious way to kick off the new and final season of the series uh, because, but it also features some excellent additions two and explorations of the existing mythology this adventure leaves anakin and obi-wan on the sidelines and centers on captain rex and the newly arrived bad batch so again these defective clones with their you know, quote-unquote special traits they're the ones who can come in 
to face this problem of the separatists being able to predict the algorithm of the clones attack that's really the the central plot so right now they're getting ready to go head off to this uh this cyber center cyber center I don't know. I'm just, I just like the way D. Bradley Baker does the voice. But we get some uh, development here about just the differences between the regs, as they call them, and these uh, you know special Clone Force ninety nine. Here's the mission. Our target is this cyber center. It's the brain of the entire Separatist campaign here on Anaxis. I can demolish that with one hand. Yeah. This isn't a demo job, Rekka. It's strictly a retrieval operation. Sector 1 alert. Enemy gunship approaching your location. Come in, Sector 1. Roger, roger. Fire! Some questionable flying tactics here from the pilot. That comes up <laughs> that comes up in a minute from the Bad Batch guys, but uh, I love the reaction here. Um where one of the Bad Batch guys is just like so excited that they're going down. We're going down! <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very, you know, <laughs> Vietnam. We're getting shot down. We're in the jungle behind enemy lines. Yeah. Let's take out some droids. Um... So it's an this episode's an interesting start to the series because it is a this four episode arc puts us right back in the subplot of the clones, Cody Rex, and you know remembering Fives, Echo, Heavy, all of these clones that we've gotten to know over the years. But that's not really great introduction for newcomers as much like people who probably know who Ahsoka is generally, and of course Anakin and Obi Wan like the central heroes that are better known. The it, the episode's a little unapologetic about just bringing in um, uh, us right into the clone story and centering on that. Like, we barely see Obi-Wan and Anakin in the first few minutes, and then we get straight to this sub subplot of them going on their mission to find this cyber data center and, uh, and you know, take it out. Well, not take it out, but just figure out what the hell's going on with Echo. Ugh. And we and we find out that clones can have super strength, which is uh, kind of interesting. The we all need help. It's it, I like I like the new characters. I think my favorite though is the nerdy the nerdy kid. I'm so bad with uh, episode names, um, but uh, I I mean I like all of them. But I I think I like the the sort of nerdy uh, element who knows all the things. And so now we're getting to what they call Plan 82 Shockwave. So they obviously have tactics that they work on, the Bad Batch, but it's something that seems like they've made up themselves. So in in the face of the oncoming droids here, it's interesting to see the tactic of we're just going to have the heavy dude literally pick up a giant sheet of metal and plant it in front of us as we charge them, you know, head on. Not exactly the kind of tactic you would expect. But they basically, they've obviously done it before and have coordinated this before. And it's also, like, if you'll notice in the background, you don't really see Cody or any of the other clones, you know, charging forward. They're just kind of watching in awe as what the heck are they actually, they're actually doing this. Um, which is which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, 
And like, and, and just a note on the action sequences here, it's pretty crazy how great it looks. Like, it really does. Like, seeing this whole mission that's executed, see the Bad Batch in action, it's really cool to see what was unfinished, unpolished episodes in their final form. Now, oh gosh, that's pretty sweet. Sorry, guys, I'm getting distracted because I love how he took out that spider droid. That was some show you put on just now. Just doing our job, Captain. That's <laughs> some show. Hey, this little clanker likes you. <laughs> Grow up, Wrecker. Wrecker. So Wrecker's the heavy dude. Crosshair's the sniper. So, uh, they really take the, the unique nature to the next level. I like... Wrecker's probably my least favorite just because I like the idea of Wrecker. The execution of his character is a little ham-fisted. Um, or a little over the top. That's, I mean, that's okay. It's, it is what it is, but, uh, let's see. I'm going to see if I, what, uh, this is, I'm going to cheat. I'm pulling up Wikipedia for getting the, uh, rest of the info on it. Here we go. Bad batch. Oh, and then now we're introduced to cyber trench as I call him, uh, who's beginning to figure out, oh, they're smarter than we thought. Interesting. They're on foot now in the middle of nowhere. Sweep the area, locate these clones, and notify me if the incursion escalates. So now we sort of get the, uh, the sort of road trip slash war movie slash down behind enemy lines kind of subplot here. They're literally at a campsite. Um, they're literally sitting here at a campsite. And it's like a moment for a little more character development. He can put up with the other three. He was engineered with heightened senses. A place like the Cyber Center, Hunter can feel the electromagnetic frequencies from anywhere on the planet. And here I thought we were smart just using a holo map. Well... Maps can be wrong. Hunter never is. Hunter is never wrong. And the other thing about Hunter is he has this, you know, his hair is all grown out, this giant mullet, and then uh, quite literally a bandana wrapped around his forehead. It's, it's a, again, it's very nom. Listen up. We have to move out. But the central conflict between um, Rex here is like, well, you know, Cody's out, so I'm in charge now. I need to do a plan. And they have a hard time. They, they actually, like get into a bit of a a tosser a, a fight here indicating that the programming for lack of a better term for the uh clone force 99 is just isn't as uh, restrictive probably because we certainly never see like can't even fathom the idea of a clone turning against orders or turning on another clone quite literally wrecker picks him up picks up captain rex i think it's rex or no, it's the pilot. Uh, but he just literally picks him up by the throat um, <laughs> as they face off in this disagreement about who's in charge. But um, uh, what's his face? The uh, well, I'm so bad with names. They literally just said it. But the leader of the Bad Batch Company um, is able to um, de-escalate the situation. He's he's sort of the the cooler heads prevailing. 
Now, so these episodes were written by uh, Brent Friedman, who scripted a bunch of the um, episodes. And he's actually talked about these episodes in some in some depth at different conventions. And, uh, I, and he's actually talked about it on his Twitter a bit. Um, let's see. He, uh, he said... His, in May 2014, um, quote, uh, Jedi General Anakin Skywalker is involved throughout the arc to an extent, though most of the action focuses on Rex and the Batch. And Friedman also stated that the emotional hook of the arc is Rex's relationship with the arc trooper Echo. Now, Echo, uh, reminder again, I had to, I had to, I watched this clip on YouTube before I started recording. But just a quick reminder, Echo was the clone who... Uh, was killed off in the third season of the, uh, of the Clone Wars in the episode Counterattack. It was the um, it was that arc with Jedi Master Evan Peel and where they introduced Grand Moff Tarkin or I guess Captain Tarkin at the time, and he sacrifices himself in a uh, battle at that point. Um, so that that push is sort of the center of this episode. In fact, we'll get here towards the end of the episode where Rex actually faces the fact that echo is alive in some form or fashion that he's the source of the uh understanding of clone tactics that the separatists seem to have uh and that admiral trench cyber trench um is able to have them basically uh on well have the upper hand basically uh, so now they've made it to the nearby tower. Let's take a listen as they plan. So, all right, yep, plan. Grab some speeder bikes. Let's do this. Do you know what's going on? Maybe it's another brand that's one thing that they don't lose in these episodes is the the droid humor <laughs> as they attack. Um, and I was a little curious because I did I never heard they have they have two planets that come up and and I'll start with the the first one that, that they talk about the the two pronged attack that General Skywalker and General Windu are trying to to have on the on Anaxis. So Anaxis is this rocky planet. It's a sort of crystalline planet in design. It kind of reminds me of. I think it's Teth, the the planet from the very first season slash Clone Wars movie. Um, but it was they're pulling this from the um, they're they're pulling this from Legends canon. Um, there's a there's a bit. It was let's see, t -t -t I, again cheating here. Pulled it up on the on the Wikipedia. But yep, an axis situated along the Perlimian trade route was a member of the Galactic Republic and housed a prominent shipyard facility. During the Clone Wars, it remained loyal to the Republic because of its important military shipyards. It was attacked by a Confederate, uh, Confederate fleet under the command of Admiral Trench. Um, so there you go. I wonder where else it's... I wonder where else it has been um, appeared in. I don't. I'm just seeing it. Bad Batch is where they have it. Uh, Star Wars Rebels: Out of Darkness. Is, so I guess it appeared in one of the Rebels episodes. Um, but it's a pretty cool planetary design. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so here we see the a pretty successful. I guess I, I was kind of I wasn't talking play by play as much in this scene, but we do see the uh, very successful infiltration of this cyber facility. Um, again, there's no question that the Bad Batch is very effective and that they've been doing this kind of thing for a long time. And there is a moment, I remember when I watched the first episode just here, we hear a tiny glimpse of the Clone Wars, uh, sorry guys, gonna get musical for a second, the Clone Wars Republic theme. Um, I wonder if I could find it. It may, it may not be worth, uh, it may not be worth the time if, if, I don't know if we have it or not. Dun, 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 dun. It does have. It does basically have a very. Um, it's hard to describe the theme, but it's dun 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 dun. dun. It's something that we're very familiar with hearing, consistently, in the Clone Wars. But we get to a certain point where we realize that their their time is limited because re separatist reinforcements are now on the scene. You're looking for a program using this sequence. And you get the sense that um, Cody, I mean, that Captain Rex is going, kind of knows what might happen. Like, he's confirming a suspicion here. Another planet? Skako Minor. A live signal? Skako Minor. Skako Minor. So, Skako Minor which I didn't know this when I watched it cuz but they like they say it like there's this big reveal Skako minor um it's it's it was it's the techno union uh plant the techno union will sign the treaty the banking clan will sign the treaty uh the techno union Wat Tambor Listen I know my Star Wars prequels Wat Tambor of the, of the of the Techno Union. I'm such a nerd. I love it. Listen, guys, I... Clone Wars allows the inner prequel nerd in me to really come out. Uh, but yes, so Sacco Minor, it's the... There's like the sentient Sacco and species, atmosphere, pressure. It appears in a couple different... Um, it appears in the, of course, this Bad Batch series, but it's also in Dr. Aphra. Uh, appears in the Dr. Aphra comics, and um, it's also in... It's first mentioned in Clone Wars season one. So it's been mentioned in the Clone Wars before, but um, it's not a planet I'm super familiar with, but it's something that really comes up at the end of the episode here. CT I don't believe it. We're gone. Rex, let's go. Rex, now! CT He knows it. He knows the voice. He knows the call sign or the, uh, you know, the number. And that, that confirms everything he needs to know. It's Echo. Echo is alive somehow. And um, his friend's alive. And how's he going to respond to that? And I have a sense. I don't know. I haven't seen the, you know, other episodes. But I have a sense that this, this is going to be significant because I think the Bad Batch is going to, working with the Bad Batch is going to make Rex more inclined to take more drastic measures to go save his friend, even if it's against what 
you know, he's quote unquote programmed to do or what he's ordered to do. He, is he going to be willing to violate orders? Oh, and, and right there we see Admiral Trent who looks really upset about the fact that he mentioned Sacco Minor. Or did I? Yeah, Sacco. Sacco Minor. ZT1409. That was Echo's number. Yep. He's alive. <laughs> and there's a little kind of turn to camera moment, a little bit of just like, in case you didn't get it, just so you know, he's alive. And in perfect hibernation. Here's the deal. Like, the clones, honestly, best developed characters in the whole series. The best character development in all of the Clone Wars comes from the characters of the clones themselves. Like, Clone Wars has done a lot over time. Like, it's it's invested so much in Anakin Skywalker as a character, um, really getting to know the hero, right? The hero without fear, as the old Legends books used to say. Um... But really, it's the clones that drive the series, and that's what this episode really did. Um, just as like Rex and and his other troopers, um, they're obviously they struggle to be individual. Do you see the tattoos, the different visual language that shows their individuality? That in itself, it, we see fully manifested in the Bad Batch. And I really think that there's a lot of opportunity for character growth as we finish out this series of episodes. So I'm excited. I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with me on the uh, first Clone Wars commentary. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Well, uh, we don't have a set day of release. It'll probably release on Mondays in the future. I was just all hyped up because I just watched the episode. Uh, and that way we'll be able to reference the... I'm sure there's all kinds of stuff with the... You know, episode guides that they're going to do on StarWars.com and and all that good stuff. But I had a I had a blast. Uh, I love this episode, and of course, as a big Clone Wars fan, I'm so happy that it's back. Um, until next time, folks. May the Force be with you.